Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We are here at the Tamar Yona Show on this beautiful Sunday afternoon here in Israel, or if it's morning your time in the eastern uh, U.S. Eastern Coast, that means that we are live if it's between 9 to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time or 4 to 5 p.m. Uh, Israel Time. And we are talking today about, oh, wow, all is one. What does that mean? Well, here's some of the topics we'll be discussing. Anti-Semitism, how, why, where, and Saudi-Chinese meeting. Hmm, wonder what went on there. The U.S. power grid vulnerability. Uh Uh-oh, big news. Iran, massive drive against women, etc., etc. Our guest today is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He's a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University. He's authored over 80 books and over, I should say 90 books now, and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Mideastern world issues. I want to welcome to the show Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. It's great to have you here. I know that you yourself have done tons of research on anti-Semitism. I believe you wrote a book about it as well. Where, where did you um, want to start? Actually, I think six or seven books. My mistake. <laughs> Why well, I didn't I think book, of that? I wrote a book about the Jewish-Christian conflict, which is about a thousand pages long and has more than 500 references. Wow. But prior to that, I wrote a book about the Jewish-Islam conflict, which is a smaller book. It only has about 400 pages and about 200 references. And in addition to that, I've also written uh, specific subject books like anti-Semitism in terms of the, the, the British Empire. What have the Brits done about in terms of anti-Semitism and et cetera and a few, you know, I think, I don't remember exactly, I have four or five of the small ones. All right, so we're experiencing a surge in anti-Semitism, especially in the United States today. That's where a lot of uh, new violence against Jews is taking place, even in New York, which was, <laughs> it's got the second highest population of Jews in the world, I believe, and, and, and a special rise of anti-Semitic acts against Jews there. Where would you like to start? Well, first of all, I, I sort of disagree with you. It's not special in the United States, um, uh, 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 the anti-Semitism, the rise in anti-Semitism actually began in Europe long before it began in the United States. Uh, uh, um, and it's much stronger in Europe. The, uh, the difference is that in the United States, it's somehow, at least in some sense, reported by the mainstream media, while the Europeans don't even bother to report about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's also a lot more Jews in the United States, whereas in Europe, it's much less uh, population of Jews. And uh, uh, there are a lot of Muslims living today in Europe as well. Well, there are more Muslims in the United States than there are Jews. This is true. Okay. So do you want to start with uh, Yay or Yitler? I I heard that... uh... Well, that's a, that's a, uh, that, I mean, you know, he, he, the fact that he can't decide on his, on his, on his own name doesn't mean that we should invent ridiculous names for him. Uh, uh, between Kanye and Ye, 
that's probably sufficient to all right figure out listen whatever about. he wants to be called i call people usually unless it's not true all right, look, but go ahead I, I'm let's start about, about this mr let's West. start yes um i i don't think he's um i don't think he's quite sane i don't think he's he knows what he's talking about i think he's irresponsible in terms of, of his statements um the, the idea that a, a person who was a negro would come out in favor of hitler who would with with alacrity and great glee slit his throat himself i mean that's just that's just a stupid statement well let me just read you here this is uh from the beaverton.com in los angeles it says here in what is just the latest of his many character reinventions kanye west has announced he will be formally adopting the name Hitler. quote i live my life and i live my truth and it's important to me to make sure my identity honors the two people i admire the most myself and adolf hitler expounded Hitler from within the recess of his own crumbling reality as i said that's just insane i mean it's, it's just, there's just no there's no way to characterize that I mean, I, I, I never, I, 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 I don't know this man's um, uh, professional acumen. I can't discuss that. I don't have any familiarity with what he does or did professionally. Um, nor do I particularly care for that about that. But his statements, uh, 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 the, the first time I actually listened to anything he said was his interview with Tucker Carlson, and my impression was that. It was simply an, an unintelligent man. I could be wrong about that. Maybe he's highly intelligent. I don't know. Maybe he's just simply psychotic. I, I, I can't. I can't really judge that. Um, but the idea, as I said, the idea that someone with his skin color would admire Hitler is simply not sane. There's no way to characterize that in any other fashion. And uh, uneducated. But but let's go to the topic that you wanted to talk about. Um, I, I don't really have a specific topic in terms of anti-Semitism. I, uh, my, my claim is that there is only one solution for anti-Semitism, and that's Zionism. That, that, that's it. That's the, that's the be-all and end-all. As the, as the British say, the bee's knees. You don't like being hated, then walk away. Go home. Go where you belong. Go where people admire you for who you are and what you are and not hate you for who you are not and what you are not. So but you insist upon staying in the in the in the excited states because you you aren't intelligent enough or brave enough or I don't know what enough to go home, then I, I don't care. I, I I can't help you. So um you know, I've been contacted by people. Uh, listeners, hang on, a, hang on a moment. Go ahead. Start talking. It's okay. Start talking. Sorry? Talk, talk. Oh, um, as I said, I, I, there, there's, there's only one solution. Reconciliation of anti-Semitism. That's to go away. To be where you belong. Okay, I'm sorry. Mordech Mordechai, uh, we have a caller. We have Antonio joining us uh and antonio go ahead what's your comment or question here at israel news talk radio okay um kanye west's comment is insane it's i, I can't see how a person to admire a evil man like hitler there's nothing good about him number two i was 
in 2021, the victim of anti-Semitism, of a hate crime, because being Jewish and black, and destroy my face. So this topic is a very close and personal topic to me, because it happened to me. And something has to be done with society, the government. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's not right. It's, it's a madness. It's my like cancer. And something has to be done. What? Well, what has to be done? Lives. I mean, you cannot go around and attacking a person because of whoever it may be, because of their religion, the race, and so forth. There's no good in that. People fail to realize how... They, I, I they think everybody think about, agrees with you about that, Antonio. The question is, what, what do you say has to be done about it? This should be a harsh, this should be a harsh, harsh um, prosecution. So you're saying it should be a it legal be, matter that someone can charge someone with... Uh, that they are uh, they are they are showing signs of racism with their anti-Semitism, and this is a and you want you want this to be a crime in the United States, and that there should it should, it should be, be punishable. A crime all over. Again, say it should be a crime all over. It should be a, a harsh penalty for doing that, destroying people. You can have your thoughts, and you can have your different things, but when you when a person go out their way. To destroy another person's property or body or any function of that person being a human being, that is where it's going to become barbaric, and it's not accepted. And they should not be sugarcoated and say, "Hey, you know, let's get along." No, absolutely not. You cannot. And when celebrities and athletes and politicians like Omar and 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 West and so forth do those kind of things, this should be blackballed. Well, well, because you mean canceled. Action, you mean I'm canceled sorry. in a sense? Yeah. Well, Kanye yeah. West was canceled in a, in a sense. <laughs> and it doesn't he, seem the, to the stop media, him. The media still give this crazy piece of mad a microphone to say something. And that contributes to it. All right, so we know, you know we have another minute till the uh, break. Mordecai, do you want to comment on what Antonio said? And thank you yeah, for calling, Antonio. Antonio. Thank you. Um, uh, first of all, I think your last comment was was really the point here. Um, there needs to be some sort of a I don't know how to do this. I mean, it's hard to say to media, don't give this person a platform because then you you're, you're opening up a, a, a Pandora's box of problems that we don't that society that simply doesn't know how to solve but i agree that that should be the way i'm uh, 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 clearly people that are so horrible so negative so destructive should not be given a platform but how to do that i don't think society has found a solution to that to that question society is already corrupt the media is already corrupt and they decide who they choose to and who they don't want to to use the, um, to to put on the platform the same way how they decided to do those things with um, you know politicians like the Republicans and so forth they should you know desensitize sensitize them they should do the same thing with evil creeps like okay that. Antonio sorry we gotta go we're at the end of okay, the segment but thank you so much for your call I really appreciate it we're gonna be right back everybody.
right, we're back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And uh, I want to give an answer. You know, I, I have people who are writing me, listeners, are, are very concerned about what Kanye West is saying and what's happening in the United States with the anti-Semitism on the rise. And they're all upset. How do we quell this? How do we put a stop to it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and um, I, I, I want to say what I wrote here. Uh, you know, and just keep in mind that every time there's been anti-Semitism, you think back to pre-World War II in Germany, think back to the Inquisition in Spain where the Jews were condemned and, and ostracized, etc. And, and of course, worse we saw. We never won. We never won against anti-Semitism. Now, saying that, I want to say here in Israel, I know that in the United States and, and perhaps the rest of the world, people are very concerned about what Kanye West is saying, etc. And, and people have written me as well, like, tomorrow you got to talk about it. And I'm thinking, you know, it's not that big of a topic here in Israel. The Israelis are just not really... Uh, it's not on our top 10 news stories, I would say. So... Let me just read here. American Jews, or rather all Jews in the exile, in the diaspora, always are hypersensitive to anti-Semitic remarks because it can destabilize their lives. And they want to keep the peace so that they can remain comfortable in what they believe is their home. I understand this. Who wants to have to run out and flee? Who wants to uproot their lives? But all these attacks, verbal and active attacks, have happened, or I should say physical attacks, have happened over and over again throughout history and ended with masses of dead Jews. By the way, you can write all the letters to the editor that you want. You can do all these nice little you know, demonstrations in the park. It never won. It never beat anti-Semitism. Why, I, I write here, they do not see these signs and get the message that there is no future for them anymore and that it is time to come home. I should say future in the diaspora anymore, in the exile. I don't understand it. If it were a disease that they knew that ran in their family, you can bet they would keep an eye out for any symptoms so they could immediately take proper actions to save themselves. Yet when it comes to their futures and their disbelief that it can't happen here in their host country, that they are blind to. And they are in denial of and think that their letter writing, their canceling, their protests in the parks, their letters to the editor, etc., etc., can stop the floodgates from opening. We've been there and done that. We can't beat anti-Semitism. There are too many of them, too many anti-Semites. And I believe that God orchestrates anti-Semitism to move history forward, to bring Jews to repent and fix our ways. And yes, it is painful, but it, it, it's a consequence of not living the way that God has told us Jews to live. And if you look in the Bible and you read the book of Judges and you read the book of Samuel, etc., etc., you'll see that each time that we strayed away from God, we had attacks from the non-Jews surrounding us, killing us and uh, burning down our fields and, and invading our land and until we cried out to God and we gave up 
the other gods that were in our midst and we return to God and return to the commandments of the Torah. And then God sent us a deliverer, a judge, and we won until the next time we fell again. It is my opinion, and you, you can have the freedom to agree or disagree. That's fine. I don't take offense if someone doesn't agree with me. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But it is my belief that anti-Semitism cannot be beaten. Just cannot be beaten. There's too many of them, too few Jews. The answer is to come home to Israel, to make Aliyah, to be with your people, to, be, to build a strong Israel. And the magnanimity of a strong Israel will pour out to the mass of the world and we will be fulfilling what God wanted us to do. And that is the light shall pour, shall pour forth out of Jerusalem, of Zion, of Zion. And, and that's my opinion. You can agree. You can disagree. Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, <laughs> would you yes. like to go to a different topic now, or do you want to say anything? Yeah, I, I love, let me just say that I, I, I really do thank, An, uh, An, what was his An, name? An, Antonio? Yeah, Antonio. I really do thank him for calling because his comments were spot on. But uh, clearly, you and I agree completely about this. And there's. The, uh, there, there is no defeat for anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism is one of God's tools, and it's not something that can be defeated ever. And if you're, and if you're identifying as Jewish, but you're not halakhically by Jewish law Jewish, like Antonio, I believe I could be wrong there. Uh, I would just move to a community that is more Jewish, loving, more moral, doesn't hate Jews. There are pockets in the United States or or other places in the world where there are less hating of Jews, and more pockets where there are more hating of Jews. So if you can't come to Israel, perhaps that might be a solution in it. And it hurts me, and it pains me that people are are suffering from this. And my my father's a Holocaust survivor, and I know trying to stay in Poland and beat the Nazis, or or in Europe and beat the Nazis, or or in Spain and beat the Torquemadas of that time, and the the Church and Inquisition. It just it's just there's too many of them. The answer is to come home and do what God wants us to do. All right, we'll leave it there. Let's go to wow, Saudi Arabia, which might be making uh friendship now with Israel, we're, hope, we're hoping, and a Chinese meeting. What went on there, Dr. Mordechai ben Menachem? Okay, let, let's, let's get, first of all, let's get our facts straight, because as far as I can tell, and I apologize if I'm, mis, if I'm misrepresenting this, I don't think this has been reported by American media almost at all, certainly not in any way that really reflects what's going on here. So the first thing that needs to be said is that Saudi Arabia signed a deal with, or more accurate, signed 34 agreements with China. That's a phenomenal number. Remember, each one of these agreements are agreements between two very significant countries. They take time and effort to negotiate. This is not a trivial thing, signing 34 agreements. Just in the area of energy alone, the value of these agreements were $29 billion. Now, there are two results of this that people need to be aware of, particularly in America. First of all, this $29 billion in energy agreements are not to be, are going, going to be uh, remunerated in dollars. What this means is that the U.S. dollar as a, reserve, as a world reserve currency has been enormously weakened. 
Remember, the U.S. dollar became a reserve currency as a result of the agreements between, a series of agreements, between the United States and Saudi Arabia so that oil would only be priced in dollars. This is collapsing rapidly. This will have an enormous effect on the world economy and will have enormous effect on every American individual. And don't don't think that this will be trivial. We're talking about one of the most one of the most important bedrocks of the American economy, the fact that the dollar is the world reserve currency. This is being eaten away very quickly now. And bottom line, that means that the dollar is going to be worth less? Um, I don't, that, that's a very, that's a very non-economic way to, to express it. The bottom, the bottom line is that the dollar will be um, 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 weakened. It doesn't necessarily mean buying power. It's much more complex than, than just buying power. Okay. It will mean, for instance, that if, since the end of the Cold War, American diplomacy has been mostly based upon bullying other countries, preferably economically, but not always economically. It means that the United States will no longer have that tool at its disposal. Everything it's attempting to do, at least publicly, and I don't agree that that's what they're actually doing, but that's besides the point at the moment, uh, in terms of the Ukraine war has all been uh, and, and phrased in terms of economic sanctions, which have failed, failed totally. And one of the reasons why they've failed is because there's a limit to how much you can bully people using a dollar, which is being constantly weakened. You can't both weaken it and use it as your primary tool. It doesn't work that way. And perhaps it won't be tolerated tolerated anymore by the American people or paying through the nose in taxes. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and, uh, uh, today... Uh, there is a growing movement in the in Europe throughout the EU to um, distance themselves from the United States. Now, the the European countries, particularly the large ones, are the primary allies of the United States militarily, diplomatically, economically. They're all distancing themselves from the United States now. Actively, this is not trivial. This is not something that's small. This is 750 million people in population. Hmm. This is the United States' largest trading partner, the United States' largest market for its goods. Um, So these these are not trivial things that we're talking about here, and I'm I'm only addressing uh, so far one aspect of it. Well, let me go to the second aspect. Till now, Saudi Arabia sold its oil and mostly used that to buy weapons from the United States. In other words, what did what did the, the Saudi uh, uh, country get in return for their oil money? They got weapons. Well, weapons aren't useful in in terms of building a country. The present ruler of Saudi Arabia, the real ruler, not the official ruler. The king is 84 years old. He doesn't really do anything. The real ruler is Mohammed bin Salman, who happens to be. Okay, sorry. Hold it right there. We're going to be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere.
All right, we are back here at the Tamar Yunus Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, and our guest is Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem. We dedicated a good part of the show to the anti-Semitic attacks and slogans and uh, speeches and encouraging by celebrities and others in uh, in the United States specifically, but also around the world. And we also talked about the Saudi-Chinese meeting that they had together and agreements that they've made, which could weaken the U.S. dollar. And uh, let's talk about, if we can, the U.S. power grid vulnerability, because that is a huge, huge story. Fine. Um, uh, um, um, we need to understand something very um basic here. That is that there was an attack on the U.S. power grid in the sense of somebody with a rifle uh, shot up some substations. Now this, uh, on the surface, this sounds very trivial. Okay, so there's somebody shot up a, shot out a power station, oh, uh, substation, ah, big deal, transmission. Well, uh, one shot caused um, uh, 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 millions of people in the Carolinas to be without power for five days. That's not quite as trivial a statement as the first statement. We need to understand in 2015, the United States Congress doing its job properly, um, set up a commission, which is called the Pry Commission, uh, to look at the vulnerabilities of the U.S. power grid. Um, the conclusions of this commission are phenomenal and fascinating. And anyone who can look at this really should. The, 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 the results of, the, of their inquiry are online. You can find them trivially. It's not a problem. Pry, P-R-Y. Um, Basically, if I go to the extreme, one of their um, uh, conclusions was nine people who are properly trained with nine shots, each one taking one shot, can take down the American power grid for more than two years. If you know what you're doing and training somebody to know, if I have a sharpshooter and I want to train that sharpshooter to know what to do to take down to do his part in taking down the power grid nine i'm speaking a very specific number this is not a trivial thing nine people who know what to shoot at and how to do it will cause these trans uh, uh transformers to basically explode and it'll take two years before they can be repaired two years because there are the these transformers are not mass-produced. They're individually produced, each one. These are massive transformers. So, in 2015, Obama was president. When this report was issued, he laughed publicly and said that it's not, not something to be concerned. Trump attempted to address the issue. Uh, 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 Trump primarily tried to address address the issue of EMP vulnerability, electromagnetic pulse vulnerability. The only state in the United States that is prepared for an electromagnetic pulse is, is the state of Maine. I have no idea why 
they're the only state to be prepared. Trump's Trump issued an executive order. It was blocked by the bureaucracy. It was never implemented. Why the bureaucracy, the federal bureaucracy, would block something like this just to be nasty to Trump? I have no idea. This I, I don't have any explanation for this. The U.S. power grid is very, very primitive. Pardon me if that is an insulting word. If it is an insulting word to an American, you have it coming to you. The U.S. power grid is, in terms of, of engineering, is a catastrophe waiting to happen. It's terrible. And remember, this is my profession. I've been involved in this for decades, many decades. Um, again, nine bullets. That's all it takes. The U.S. has 55,000 power stations and substations. All are critical in the infrastructure. None of them are addressed by Biden's infrastructure law. None of them. There was a trial attack in 2009, so we know that this works. What, was ha what happened last week was one of many attacks. Clearly, these attacks that happen periodically are coordinated. There's very little doubt about the coordination between them. Remember, before the Biden um, southern border catastrophe, uh, uh, MS-13 had 40,000 armed um, agents within the United States borders. No one knows today how many people like that are in the United States. No one knows what their level of arms are. 1,200 U-Haul um, um, uh, franchises are owned by um, um, uh, radical Islamists. MS-13 is a wholly owned subsidiary of Hezbollah. In other words, it's owned by the people who shout every Friday now for 43 years, death to America. If you're an American and you're not particularly inclined to die, you need to be aware of this. They do intend to kill you, and they know how. They're just waiting for the proper opportunity. According to the Pry Commission, if the power grid was fully taken down in this manner, the death toll would pass 200 million Americans. Oh, wow. And how, and how is that? Because... Number one, hospitals, okay, um, the power grid, maybe airplanes. In How the about air. water and food? Without power, there's no water. Yeah, but there would be some, it's not like an EMP. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, Why? there, there Why should be other. Like it is an EMP. It's the same thing. Well, if you're you talking about. Nine... Grid, it doesn't matter how you take it down. But, but an EMP would take out masses of power. All over the United States, whereas this would be more localized, that the people could flee no, to other the, parts of the country. Point. No, that's exactly my point. Nine well placed shots. Nine, we counted. Nine well placed shots will take down the entire power grid of the United States. Ah, you're talking about different power grids, not just nine shots on one. Okay, my mistake. Nine shots done correctly. In other uh -huh. words, taking down proper substations. One substation was taken down. Just last week, with one bullet, and it turned off the, the lights in Carolinas for five days. 
Okay, so if they use nine bullets everywhere, so th then it, wouldn't it be the same that for five days people wouldn't have electricity? No, because these, these guys did not blow the transformer. Uh-huh. But if you know how to do it, and these people clearly are, are not not well trained, I can train one of these guys to, to do it in, in about half a day. God forbid. <laughs> I mean, I know how God to do it. <laughs> and it's my profession. I know how to do it. I mean, you know. But you, but thank God you don't have the means to do it. Okay, let's leave it there. I don't want to get. I don't have the inclination to do it. I have nothing against America. <laughs> and right, you don't have the inclination. God forbid. Okay. Uh, all right. So we have like another uh, two or three minutes. Two minutes left. How do you want to close the show? Okay. On I, that I, bright, I wanna... sunshiny note. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, Story. but I have to go to something which is even more gruesome. Uh, but we'll, but I'll make it very very short. People need to be aware. Um, uh, you know the Biden administration has been. We, we just talked about Iran and Iran's talking, uh, uh, shouting every Friday for 43 years now, death to America. Well, everybody I hope is aware of the demonstrations going on in Iran, which are the most um, uh, uh, extreme that Iran has ever seen since the uh, Ayatollah regime began. Um, I don't think I've heard, maybe I'm deaf, I haven't heard a single um, uh, uh, woman's organization or whatever they call themselves these days talk about the fact that the Basij, the militia, that's a part of the um, uh, um, um, uh, uh, Ayatollah regime, has been deliberately targeting women's genitals. Hundreds of women have been shot with shotguns Men, they shoot in the back. Women, they shoot either in the face or in the genitals. Their face or their genitals. This is what's happening in Iran today against women in the year 2022. And the United States wants to work with Iran, this regime in Iran. Okay. And where's this so-called UN Human Rights Commission? I mean, where are the Iran feminist groups? Of, the where are the feminist groups? Are there feminist groups? Whatever these things are. Well, where are they? I, maybe I'm, I'm not adept. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not hearing something. This is horrid. horrid. To look at the videos of what's going on, I do not shock easily. This is shocking. This is repulsive to a, to a degree that I've not seen in a long time. You know, we're in the year 2022. Mankind is supposed to be so, have progressed so much. And, and, and look at us today. It's savage what's going on in so many parts of the world. And confusion with people today not knowing whether they're a boy or a girl. It's just crazy what's going on. And this is the, the, this is the, the decade that we're living in. Just unbelievable. Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem, 10 seconds. <laughs> well, all I can say is uh, um, need, people need to, be, to understand their own identities. And if, whether that's in terms of place or sex or religion or whatever if you don't know who you are you definitely definitely don't know where you're going all right this is true i wish peace for everybody safety for everybody thank you everyone for being with us live coming up next is a show called returning home stay with us we'll be right back israel news talk radio's chat room just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.home page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. 
Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Israel News Talk Radio. 